Hey friends, happy Monday, happy new month, happy September and if you're in the US or Canada listening, we love you and today you're celebrating Labor Day, so happy Labor Day to you, we have ours in May but this is your day and sometimes you've already had it over the weekend, you have a long bank holiday weekend, we had ours the week before and then having this extra Monday off work to celebrate these amazing things that people have done is incredible. So whatever you're doing, whatever barbecues you've had, the last fling of summer, enjoy 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 because we're in a brand new month and they are literally a whole 30 days for this month to go and grab the goals that we've got so today's episode is a great episode that we've got for you we are talking about 10 ways to make your weight loss goals a success because that's what we're about here friends brand new month brand new goals let's get it grab your tea grab your coffee grab your matcha your notepad and pen now before we get into that episode i want to tell you this testimonial that we have from rachel so rachel says my experience in the fat loss eight weeks group coaching was so positive I lost over 10 pounds and three inches off my waist. I've never been able to lose this much weight in such a short time and I feel amazing. We're here for it, Rachel. I've been trying to lose weight for years and always struggled with it, but this program is different. It's super easy to follow, but it's also really effective. Verona is great at answering questions and guiding you through the process of finding your macros and creating a healthy nutrition plan that works for you. I'm happy that I actually found this program because now I know how to lose weight and keep it off. Friends, if you want to know more information about about how Rachel got her results, then stay tuned. Hey friend, welcome to Lose Weight with Macros, the basics podcast show with me, your host Verona, where I believe if you are the woman that you are struggling to lose weight, you're sick of crash diets, fad diets and gimmicks, and you are willing to do whatever it takes to get the results that you want, you are in the right place. If you're somebody who's overwhelmed by all of the conflicting information out there, you're confused about how much protein you should be eating, how to count macros, you don't have time to figure out your macros and you're sick and tired of repeating the same old boring meals because it is exhausting, you are in the right place place because my friend this lose weight with macros basics podcast is specifically for you you're the woman who wants to learn how to track your macros and do it sustainably do it in a way that you can enjoy your foods and you don't have to cut out your favorite foods and we're not here for that so my friends if this is you grab your tea grab your coffee grab your water grab your matcha your notepad and pen because today's episode is going to be a juicy one and you're going to need to take notes so buckle up friends let's get it Okay, so you're trying to lose weight and you want to find long-term weight loss success. You don't want to find short-term quick fix fad diets because that's what you've been used to for forever and you're not getting any more results now. You are fad dieted out and you're like, I'm done with this. And to the point where you even track your macros and you track your macros and you are a little bit like, wait, I'm a little bit frazzled. I thought this macros thing was going to be easy. When life comes and life hits, you get a little bit discouraged and you even know what your macros are but when it comes to hitting your macros it's a completely different story for you and that just gives you anxiety gives you overwhelm and you're like you know what this is too hard I'm out then you bounce then you go back to your normal habits and then you never really succeed in your macros counting or your macros tracking but today girl I'm here for you I'm here for you okay 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 so when you want to lose weight and keep it off long term one of the things that we need to have is small changes what we try to do we try to go hard or go home and this all or nothing mindset what it ends up doing is creating a place where you stay stuck in have you ever been in that place where you have outgrown it say for example you're in a job you might even be in this place now you're in a job and you've had all the promotions you can have the only other promotion that you can have is your boss's job and your boss is not looking to go anywhere anytime soon and so you feel that you've come to the 
ceiling in your environment you've come to the ceiling in your company you've been there for how forever how long or the opposite that they're not promoting you and they refuse to promote you and you feel like you've learned all you need to learn you know it inside out you could do this job in your sleep with your eyes closed you feel stuck in that place this is what it comes to when we're doing these ridiculous methods that we tend to seek on the internet to lose weight but if you're somebody who wants to maintain this weight loss you have to do small changes. It's not about go big or go home or go hard or go home. It's not about doing all or nothing because how is all or nothing working out for you? Let me know. I don't think it's working out well for you. And well, all or nothing is the type of personalities that we have. Type A personalities tend to have this all or nothing mindset. I'm a type A person and sometimes I can have this all or nothing mindset and it can be the bane of your life sometimes. It can be great and sometimes it can be well we need to get out of there and if you are not understanding you're not following me what I'm listening to you're not following listen to episode 141 10 reasons why macro should be your new best friend and in this it's an unconventional way where I'm sharing 10 personality types who should use macros to track their fat loss now when it comes to small making small changes that you can stick to over the long haul I'm going to give you some of my favorite tips for helping you keep your weight loss under control coming in strong with number one is instead of making a dramatic short-term change in your diet i.e. the way that you eat on a day-to-day basis, focus on making small changes. That's number one. Focus on small changes. One of the small changes that you could do is not try to cut out sugar. Now you might be like, what? Why am I not cutting out sugar? Because it's going to be unrealistic. If you try to cut out sugar, you do it well for 30 days. What is happening on day 31? Please tell me. Tell me what's going to happen to you on day 31. You are going to go back to your sugar. Now some of you celebrate Halloween, Christians and non-Christians. I don't know why Christians celebrate Halloween, but I'm not a Christian who celebrates Halloween. But some of you also have children, some of you also have grandchildren and they come and they buy sweets trick or treat that you're you're giving your you're buying some sweets in the house now say for example you decide right for 30 days i'm gonna cut out sugar so from the 1st of october to the 30th of october you cut out sugar but the sweets are still in your house 31st of October, tell me what it is that you are doing. I guarantee you that you're in the sweet basket with the children, the grandchildren and everybody else because you buy so much, you feel like, oh my gosh, I just have to eat all of it. I just have to get rid of this because I don't want it in the house. One, an easy way for you to do that is buy what you need. And two is don't try and cut out sugar all at once. And then you only end up regaining or re-going back into your habit of being a sugar fiend or a sugar addict like I was. It seems right and it seems good to do in the short term, but if you're looking for long-term goals, this ain't one of the goals for you to do. Instead of doing that, focus on making one change at a time. One of those changes could be if you drink a lot of soda, as you guys call it in the States, or fizzy drinks, if you drink a lot of fizzy drinks, your favorite fizzy drinks, instead of drinking four a day, try having three a day, and then replacing the other one with water. They are not going to taste the same. Let's not go to TikTok and do this nonsense where you're putting bicarbonate of soda and vinegar and and you know what this really tastes like pepsi no it doesn't they're lying to you i don't know why they're doing that foolishness instead of doing that instead of restricting yourself and trying to cut out the whole six pack can of drink reduce one reduce one and have water if you want fizzy water and add some flavor drops or you can add some vitamin tablets like barocca or something like that it will still give you the fizz and the sweet taste but you're still getting some vitamins in that that's one easy swap that you can do but i'm not saying to you to throw out your six pack and then think that you're going to be able to to sustain 
doing that for life because it's not going to be realistic. Another simple thing that you could do is start to add more fruits and vegetables. If you're somebody who's not a fan of vegetables, try seasoning up your vegetables because there's nothing worse than bland green beans. And green beans has that taste in your mouth. I think you cook it for too long, but it's got that uh, rubbery taste. You know, all I can describe it as when you've got condensed windows and then you wipe your finger down the window and it makes that squeaky noise. When you're tasting that in your green beans, mm -mm, that's not, I don't think green beans is supposed to taste rubbery or like that, but you can season it up. If you're somebody who likes a lot of garlic butter, you could get reduced salt butter, reduced sodium and then add some garlic and then have that over it. At least it's some seasoning, at least it's some taste. Or you can have some smoothies. VANutritionCoaching.co.uk forward slash recipes. You can grab the recipe pack on the website and then grab some smoothie recipes. You can have smoothies at any time of the year. They're pop more popular in the summer, but you can have them at any time of the year. And also another tip is making sure that what you eat, the most of what you eat is whole foods. Now we don't like eating whole foods. Whole foods we see as boring. Whole foods we see as, oh, I just want a burger. Um, I just want chocolate right now. I'm not telling you to eat whole foods. I'm not telling you to eat brown rice and to pretend that's a burger. Girl, <laughs> my niece wouldn't even do that. Neither would my nephew. He would spit it out and throw it out and be like, no, give me the burger, please. If he could talk, he'd tell you. That's what he could, that's what he would tell you. So I'm not going to tell you that either. It's unrealistic for you. It's unrealistic for me. Don't do that. But you're making sure that the balance of your food or the majority is that. Number two, you may have to make some tweaks to your exercise routine based on your health and what you can actually do. Now, we all want to be able to lift heavy. We all want to be able to lift more than we actually can. Or we want to be able to run before we can walk figuratively and literally. But if our bodies are not primed for that exercise, there is no way that you are going to get up and run a marathon if you are a, excuse the term, couch potato. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode 141. It will all make sense in that episode. Now, I love me some catching up on my shows. And fact, in fact, I binged through Cheshire Peak Shore season six. And I, when it finished, I was like, wait, did it finish there? Where's the rest? I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? We have to wait till season seven for me. But I finished Cheshire Peak Shores and I finished that in about two days because I love just watching Cheshire Peak Shores. Some bits I skipped through, but the majority of it I watched and had some time off. So I just sit and sat and watched it. But we can all do that, right? Even if, hey, it's September. So that means, oh my gosh, I just had this thought. That means Severide and oh they're both seven right now isn't it kid stella ride stella ride <laughs> which is stella kid and seven ride together so stella ride stella ride is coming back on so chicago fire oh my gosh this is just the best season like pumpkin spice season sweater weather this is the best season all the shows are coming back so there is a tendency to want to actually sit a little bit more. But even if you're getting in more exercise, that doesn't mean that you have to run a marathon every week. So I'm not saying for you to then catch up on all of your shows, all the Chicago shows, Med, Fire, PD, all of those shows that we love. I'm not saying that you have to do that. What I'm saying is, and then expect you to go and run a marathon because it's, come on, that's, you're not going to do that. Especially if you're untrained already. You have to work up that. You have to build up your strength. You have to build up your cardiovascular health. You have to build up your endurance. Girl, that's going to take time okay so what you're doing is slowing down to the point where you can walk and some of you might not even be able to walk for a minute that's just because of how your body is right now you might not be able to walk a minute but when you're doing a, if you can walk a minute fantastic that's one minute more than you were doing right now so even though that's slow that's that's real slow progress but that's what your body can handle and you have to make sure that you are in a place where your body can physically handle that some doctors might advise you to lose a, a portion of weight first before you go into exercise which is why it's important for you to check in with your doctor, your medical care provider, that you are physically able to handle this exercise first before you undertake any exercise. But for those of you who've got a clean bill of health,
yourself and are able to do that, you can then start to adjust the intensity of your workouts. But if you're starting to feel pain, don't continue with the exercise and also get yourself a personal trainer. If you can get yourself a personal trainer, get yourself a PT or one of the other ones that I recommend because I don't really like programming. I'm not going to lie. Programming for fitness is long. It takes so long, but I don't like doing it. But I have done it for focusing the fat loss. But when it comes to um, training, one of the rec- one of the people I recommend is Grow With Joe. She's She does fitness. She does walking exercises, but they're inside. I also recommend, I highly recommend Sydney Cummins. The reason why I recommend Sydney Cummins, she's on postpartum right at the minute. She's back in September to record her videos because she had a baby. But the reason why I recommend her is because she tells you, she breaks it down for beginners and she's very, very, very encouraging. So she breaks it down to what you are doing. And because I was too lazy to program my own things, um, that's what I did. But I really like the way that she breaks down the moves, what you're doing. She tells you the body parts that you're working. She tells you the muscles that you're working. You're activating your glutes. You're activating your gluteus maximus, medius, or all of that stuff. She tells you the parts that you're doing first, and she tells you to encourage and build your reps. So that if you're a true beginner when it comes to strength and strength training she's one of the ones that I recommend highly because of that now there are lots and lots of others when we had the pandemic there were lots and lots of free training on the online because gyms were closed but she was one of them that I absolutely loved because of that reason so when it comes to making tweaks in your exercise routine based on what you can do and your health it's important to pay attention to your body and also to make sure that you are physically able to do that and to do it safely and healthily number three some people just have a high risk for being overweight because of genes Now, some people are a little bit iffy about this, but when it comes to genetics, it can make it a little bit harder to lose weight and easier to gain it. It's not the cause for everybody. So don't take this as, "Mm -hmm, Verona told me it's my genes. Yeah, it's in my genes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just going to go and continue eating the tub because I just gained weight because of my genes. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Don't do this. The majority of it is we overeat way more than we need to eat. We don't have portion control. We just eat and then we eat because we're bored. We eat because we're sad. We eat because we're angry, happy, or because we become addicted to food. Not everybody is because of genes. Now, some of us are going to be more susceptible to gaining weight than others, but it doesn't mean that you can't make changes to your nutrition and to overall improve your health. So some of us may tend to feel like, you know, I just don't have... The heart behind the I'm On podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Control over food, of course you do. We all have control over food. Whether we exercise it or not is a difference, but we all have control of food. You might not agree with that. You might not like it, but it's the truth. The truth of the matter is, we will have control of it. Because if somebody offers you something, say somebody offers you a free pizza, free ice cream, you don't even have to think twice. You might be like, mm, no, mm, you ain't got to tell me twice. Free food. Mm-hmm. Give me that, honey. You might be like that. And I was like that. So the choice is a no-brainer, right? But you're still choosing to have that food. And sometimes if you feel out of control around food, if you feel like you can just never say no to food, 
there's a reason for that and the reason is uncoverable but sometimes we don't want to uncover it because of fear because we're afraid because we're too scared to go for it because it's tied deep to things tied to insecurities and that's normal that's normal but we still need to uncover them now I remember when I was overweight so I was overweight for over 20 years and I know it's not just about the weight but let me be honest with you the fact that I couldn't stand looking at myself in the mirror. I was always getting bypassed at church by guys because they just would not look twice. Just, just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. They're looking at me for the wrong reasons. Woo, girl. But, yeah, when it came to dating, they were like the slimmer, louder ones. I was the most quietest one, shy one, insecure one. They weren't interested in me. They weren't looking at me in, not at all. So much like, they, <laughs> so much like look over me, but not look at me. But this made me feel worse about myself. And then, you know what? I felt like there was nothing I could do about it. But then, once I got to a place in fact my body chose and dictated for me and over time when I've realized and actually said right this is the root cause of it the root cause isn't because I just feel out of control around food the root cause is I was using food as a coping mechanism to deal with all of those rejections but once I learned to deal with the root and I'm always going to say it once I learned to deal with the root once I learned to understand that wait I was in a stronghold and a stronghold is used as a protection from the enemy so that's what it was used in times of war and it was like a built-in hut like a four by four wall that you cannot penetrate that enemy couldn't easily penetrate and that's what I was stuck in I was stuck in a stronghold in my mind I was stuck in a stronghold physically I was stuck in a stronghold in terms of food and I kind of surrounded myself in that short little in that safe little space that I thought was safe but in that con- confined little space so nothing could come in and nothing could come out but I had to change until my health was screaming out and said no 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 you need to change now and once I began to notice what the root was dealing with the root cause slowly it took a while but slowly I started to notice a change in my attitude towards food towards exercise and towards myself and it wasn't which is the best part it wasn't because of a fad diet or crazy workout routines because I used to do two hours of exercise every single day four days in a row and that finished me though I liked the exercise there was no fat being lost to a point my body just stopped and said no this you're not losing weight babes because you're just not treating me right but it wasn't because of that it was because one I got to the root cause two I had counseling three I understood hey when I understood who I was and I understood oh this is who God's called me to be I walked into the room on fire because I got to know macros now I'm talking about macros like it's a person it's not it macros is how I learned to have nutrition how I learned to have balance how I learned to have food freedom real food freedom so if I wanted a burger, I could have a burger. Uh, I didn't need to weigh a burger. I could still lose weight and I could still eat healthy. It wasn't plain, boring broccoli and chicken because I don't like plain, boring chicken and broccoli. I can't stand broccoli anymore. Tuna, don't eat, can't stand tuna. So exploring that whole newness and really being meticulous and really being focused on the goal which was fat loss and oh you should have seen me girl you should have seen me now you should still see me but then when I lost the weight with the macros I was like come on come on and that's the thing when it comes to focus on the fat loss and when it comes to doing weight loss that's sustainable these are the things that we're talking about these are the things and feelings that you can get not all the time defaulting back to you know what I just feel out of control with food and some people do but we but But the truth and the reality is we actually do have the control around food. We might not have the confidence to believe we do in the moment, but we do. Number, I can't tell you what number one, we're probably on four or five. But if, let's have a look, one, two, three, we're on number four. If you're one of those people who has a harder time losing weight, make sure you get enough sleep 
every night. Now, I'm not going to go into this one too much uh, because I've done a whole episode on it in season two, the A to Z of weight loss, where you can listen to that. Number five, don't let yourself get hangry because hangry meaning hungry and angry together mixed together. Now, one of the common things that we can do is we can eat well, we can exercise, and then we're like, oh my gosh, I've been good all week. I deserve a treat. What that tends to do is we create a reward mentality or a reward system. I've been good this week, so I deserve this and I deserve that. When the reality is you can eat this food at any time. That's why when I teach you in my focus on the fact that that's what I'm teaching you, helping you to understand that it's not a reward. If you want to have this food, you can have this food. And we need to learn to understand that main, that man, that mindset and mentality and be confident in those choices. And if you want to get results that last, come off that cycle. That's, that's one of the ways that you can find success is when we're coming off and recognizing these things. And number six, having someone else to hold you accountable, having somebody else push you, encourage you, inspire you. These things can help you keep you focused on your goals. And you kind of feel like you don't want to let anyone down but it's not even about letting anybody down it's about finding people that are on that are like-minded and that are doing this journey with you that's what it is and if you haven't got anyone in your life who's taking doing this journey with you joining an online community can help you a hundred times over you're on number seven now remember no matter how hard it can get sometimes weight loss is possible for everyone it might be harder for some than it is for others because of medication because of the time you've been dieting stuff like that but it is a destination so don't get discouraged by setbacks it's important for you to stay focused on the end result now it's not about focusing on the end result to the point where you become all or nothing mindset focused and you start to fall into the territory of self-sabotage but it's important to set yourself the goal what's your goal is your goal is your goal I want to be around for my children I want to be able to breathe better for my nephews and my nieces whatever your goal is that's the end goal but if you've tried to get to that end goal and you failed or you haven't quite met it through unsustainable efforts it's now time to change the efforts that you've been doing and so in order for you the last tip in order for you I think this is eight not ten number eight the last tip is in order for you to lose weight you need a plan and most of our plans fail because they're not sustainable. If your goal is to lose weight long term, if your goal is long term success, there are a few key things to take that will help you maintain this success. Get enough sleep. Go ahead and listen to the episode where I talked about sleep in A to Z of weight loss. Track what you eat. Focus. Grab your macro session with me. VANutritionCoaching.co.uk forward slash you can eat that. The link is in the show notes if that does not work for you. When it comes to this and having yourself accountable, these are the three most important things that I can encourage you if you want to have long-term success. You're not going to track your food for the rest of your life. You're not going to weigh your food every single day, three, six, five days of the year. You're not going to do that. And you don't have to do that some people feel that that's what they have to do they get that into their mindset maybe some coaches have told them that maybe they've read that and misunderstood what tracking actually is you don't have to track your food every single day it's a tool that you can use but you definitely don't need to use it 365 that's no once you learn the skills and you learn the tools and you have everything that you need you then become in control of the food choices that you're making and that's my mission to teach you as a coach to help you to become in control of food rather than feeling like you are controlled by food when in actual fact we can control the amounts that we put in our mouths but we have to have the confidence to be able to do so now when it comes to weight loss i know that it can seem like an overwhelming thing but my friends i'm here to tell you it's not impossible it can be harder because of the things that we do or medications or conditions that we have and it can make it challenging for some than 
others. That's where you get the enlisted help of your medical care providers, coaches, dietitians, nutritionists. But I believe that as long as you keep to these strategies, keep these strategies in mind whilst you're setting your goals that are realistic for you, that you can achieve, that are sustainable and making changes that are realistic to your lifestyle, then I believe that you will be successful. The question is, do you believe you're successful? And that, my friend, makes all the difference in how you can sustain your long-term weight loss. That's it. If you have any questions about today's episode, please feel free to share them. You can email me, support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk. But for now, friends, I will either see you in Focus on the Fat Loss, I'll see you in your macros coaching program with me, or I'll see you on the next one. Hey, friend, you made it to the end of the episode. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review over on iTunes. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about today's episode, or you need help, then you can contact me over on Instagram at VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast or email me support at VA Nutrition Coaching.co.uk. Or you can head over to the Facebook page, VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast. It helps us reach even more women who are fed up with dieting, don't know how to lose weight, they're frustrated with following Sally's results and they're not getting any of their own, and they just finally want to shed some pounds and do it in a way that they can sustain and they can enjoy but my friends that's a wrap for today's episode i can't wait to catch you on the next one until then friends stay healthy stay blessed and remember if you haven't already downloaded your five ingredient recipe pack you can go to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash recipes and download your five ingredient recipe pack who said healthy eating was boring see you next time friends